Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hey there, welcome to episode 50. This is the quickie episode of how I got off from July 15th to July 21st of 2019. Oh my god, so much porn. Uh, Last Monday is the day that I am referring to when I am exclaiming about the amount of porn I consumed. Um... (laughs) And the thing is, I was putting together the episode notes for today. I have seven, seven links. And yeah, this is seven links, not watching them all the way through. Obviously, you know, I've mentioned before, I like quick links. I am not somebody who's looking for like a 50 minute clip. Um, so anyway, so this is seven links that I cycled through and came and probably this was all in the span. Just the porn part was probably, eh. 15 minutes, I feel like, is really generous as an estimation of of all this, but probably closer to 10. And um, I know that I was really worked up and kind of uh, especially determined Monday night for some reason. So I know that after watching all the porn and having my, you know, cheese doodles level superficial orgasm, I did continue with the toys and, you know, got off from just the toy use afterwards. So this time... I don't think I've done this before, but I've had a couple people ask me for more of my opinion on the clips that I'm linking to. So I described the links and then after the description, there's a little, um, there's some takeaways, you know, whether I thought it was underwhelming or this was a, you know, a thumbs up. If I didn't like it, you know, just briefly mentioning what I didn't like about it. More often than not, it's, you know, ridiculous things like, it's too close up or the woman had fake tits or something like that. Sometimes it's, you know, music, even though I, I do often mute the clips. So sometimes there's terrible music in the clips that I I provide, but I don't even know it. Um, but this one, there was one in particular that was so bad. (laughs) So I definitely mentioned that, but, um, I'll, you know, I think as this goes along, I'll probably get a little bit more in depth of my, my reviews, if you will. But, for now, just briefly describing what I did or did not like. Um, so yeah, that was Monday. Uh, Tuesday, so I had mentioned before, one of the guys, I mean, I've been in touch with both of the guys that I had attended in person, the masturbation party. Um, and I play more often with the one guy that I had been touching at the party. Um, so he, we have been trying to kind of connect for a few weeks and, um, well, it wound up happening Tuesday and I yeah, have, we've just been getting to know each other better. It's, I don't know, just kind of a, I don't know. I've mused about this before, you know, there's something different about engaging in mutual masturbation with somebody versus sleeping with somebody. Um, cause I, I do not consider myself to be really great at having, casual sex. It just, it's not that I don't feel I can handle it emotionally. It's just that it doesn't really appeal to me. It's kind of flat, but there's something about mutual masturbation that doesn't go into that. It doesn't create those complications. 
or that kind of biological um, tie to the person or just, I don't know, there, there's less... There's less involved with it, I guess, even though, you know, it's intimate and sexual at the same time. So, I don't know, it's just kind of nice having this play relationship with him. And he's also a person, you know, he's a really nice guy. We have a lot in common. Plenty to talk about. So it's nice to just have that arrangement and this very, <laughs> it's a very casual setup. I, I guess it is purely like a friends with benefits kind of thing. But, I don't know, there is something distinctly different about it from... Um, other people, you know, that are also friends, but, you know, we sleep together. There's, I mean, I can't even quite put my finger on it, but just mentioning that it is different because we still have not had penetrative sex at this point. Um, I guess he had been edging for a while before uh, he came over. And I remember his face at one point, it was like he was seeing God. It was pretty intense watching him um, before he, he actually you know, ejaculated. It was pretty good. And I remember he were using toys. I was using toys. He was using a cock ring, which he, uh, I think he has done every single time that we've played together. And, uh, I was waiting and waiting and waiting cause he's touched me before. And like, it was going on a while. <laughs> there was no touching. And I'm like, Duh, in my head, I'm, you know, screaming at him to touch me. And then he started sucking on my breast and it was like, I came pretty close after he started doing that, but he just kept going and going and going, and it was incredibly intense, and I just kept going with it with the toys, because there was a lot of um, kind of like spasming at that point, because it was just it was just so much. And after you orgasm, if especially if it's involved like physical touching, um, there's just this immediate reflexive response of, you know, no touching now, like this need for recovery <laughs> in isolation and without contact. So, you know, of course, allowing the contact to continue is a great way to um, get to a multiple orgasm state, um, which is kind of what happened. It was kind of like, like one big orgasm and then kind of like an orgasmic continuation like a long drawn out just state of being kind of halfway in that point yeah so that happened and then afterwards you know I was he's really into uh ball manipulation and a little bit of pain so I was doing a lot of that some oral stuff with him and you know it was just I got a lot of enjoyment watching his body and you know he uh he's really into the orgasm <laughs> denial just watching him uh deal with the sensory overload it appeared that he was experiencing and then you know the final orgasm so and then we you know sat around and chatted and had some coffee and went about our days there wasn't a whole lot else going on this week actually but I am still in the midst of doing uh photo shoots for the growers versus showers series um so I was shooting a man and his erections and his masturbation practice uh Saturday and this was another gentleman that had sent me a bunch of porn clips. So the porn was going on at the same time that I was shooting him. But again, it was, you know, just like with the other guy the other week, um, it wasn't sexual for me. I mean, it was funny too, because the clips that he had sent me <laughs> were things that I probably would have watched myself to get off. Um, you know, like a lot of, of breast stuff, like some massage things and 
yeah, more kind of encounters that turn sexual instead of like these planned threesomes or whatever, like, you know, coming in to a scene, people are already having sex or some set up with couples or whatever. I guess I'm just very focused on my job. Um, so that was Saturday. Well, and then the last day of the week, yesterday, Sunday, uh, happened to be the anniversary of my seventh year of sobriety. So, uh, it was an early start to the day. I had brunch and indulged in a lot of food treats, things that I normally wouldn't eat. So yeah, it was kind of a busy, pleasant day. Uh, there's been a lot of work just piling up. I mean, in addition to the site and the podcast, you know, I also do freelance design work. So I've been working on logos and websites and things of that nature. If anyone is in need of such services, feel free to reach out. Um, but yeah, that was going on. Also last night, <laughs> the very last minute, because it was something I, I, I only heard of a few days before the deadline, but um, South by Southwest their application for, uh, you know, leading a panel at the conference uh, ended, the application window ended last night, just before midnight. So I was scrambling to put together that proposal and record a short little video. They just needed some sort of um, video evidence that you are able to speak somewhat articulately, just whatever your presence is, your appearance, um, and just to give kind of more context to whatever your proposal idea. So uh, my proposal idea much in line with the vision for graphic pain is using sex and porn online to change the world IRL, which is absolutely my mission. You listening to this podcast are kind of participating in that vision. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm not sure when the decision will be made, but I will keep you updated if that should turn out well in my favor. And just as a reminder, since we are at the episode 50 mark this week for the regular episode is when we're going to start officially publishing on Thursday. So that means the quickie episodes will continue to come out on Mondays, but the regular episodes instead of coming out on Fridays will now come out on Thursdays. Uh, so keep an ear out for that. And until then, I wish you many orgasms. Enjoy the week. Thanks for listening to this episode of sex communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend, subscribe, Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.